0: But they want you to be happy with Cody. They all sat here and said, we want Robin and Cody to be happy. They have a special relationship. Christine has shared that with me. Mary has shared that with me. And also Janelle has shared that with me. They haven't
2: shared it with me off camera.
0: Do you need to hear that from them to be able to be purely
2: happy with Cody? Yes. I need it off camera to my face because I don't know how. It feels like it's disrespectful to his kids. It feels disrespectful to him the commitments that I made. <sighs> of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Cara Berry, Sister Wives edition. I thought this was going to be the last Sister Wives episode of the year. Turns out, a Christmas miracle has happened. They are going to force this family to sit on those couches, look at an iPad, and go through old footage and respond to that. To all the hypocrisy that Cody has said over the years, to all the times where... Uh, you know, things were said, but not actually true in real life. I can't wait. Of course, somebody walks off in tears. Can't imagine who that would be. I won't spoil it for you. I won't spoil it for you. But anyway, um, I don't really know what my plan is in terms of recapping that episode, because I had like fully planned on having two weeks off and like being an easy breezy, beautiful bad bitch. So we'll see. We'll see. I already have an episode planned for you and it was Sister Wives related, but maybe I'll have to like do a little intro where we talk about what happened because I need to get eyes on this and then I might need to talk about it in front of the microphone. So no promises, but probably. Probably it will be a new episode. Well, there be a new episode. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Let's get into part four, our final part of the Sister Wives tell all. Sugi asks Mary... Do you hope to find somebody that you care about in the future? And of course, Mary says yes. Like, what is she gonna say no? <laughs> but she does say that she has met David just a couple times. He sees nice, seems nice, but she hasn't really gotten to know him. And then she does say, and I actually believed her when she said that, that she's excited for Christine and like genuinely wants her to be happy. There was a sincerity to that, I will say. We do get Janelle's perspective on david and she's like oh he's great love him the more i interact with him like i love him even more he's like a breath of fresh air and then she kind of in her words drops a bomb with their relationship and says that christine told her that she didn't know what it was like to be loved like this so that she's like sorry christine (laughs) i think she'll be fine with that cody actually has met david he said he met david for about 15 minutes they had a light like conversation. David mostly talked to Robin. Robin thought he was very sweet. He claims he doesn't know anything about him except for Christine's chosen him, which he thinks is a good match. Re- genuinely, genuinely, he really believes that. Okay, based on everything else you said, I don't think that's true, Cody. Cody, win. I don't think that's true. So Suki asks if he remembers one of the dozens of lunches that he and Christine had at the Salsa Brava, the final one. The final quesadilla, quesadilla finalmente. So he says, yeah, I do remember that. That's the one where I said, I think, Christine, if you could drive me over a truck, you could. And she laughed hysterically, cynically, even. I was in a bad place and I just didn't like her at all. And I wish her the best. And I hope for her all the happiness in life. Like, what you, you, I'm confusion. You just said two very different things, but okay. Okay. Suki shows the clip of them at lunch. These reactions are the best ones we've seen so far on the tell-all. He mentions how Christine talks shit about him to the kids and how he wants to, at that point, really spend time hating her. Just really soaking in the hatred of another person. They show the part of the conversation where he he's talking about, you know how miserable he was during COVID. Remember when he was so deathly ill that he drove Robin to the hospital so that she could get oxygen. And then he recorded himself saying that he wished that he could get on that table with her because he thinks that he also needs oxygen. But she was fine. And by all intents and purposes, they all say that Robin's situation was significantly worse than Cody's. But now, the way he tells it, he was like a little child in the early 1900s with tuberculosis, just like, yellow fever. W- what's going to happen here? Like, let out my blood and see see if we're okay. But anyway, the point was that he mentions how he was sick from COVID, and she's like, yeah, Gwen told me, and she kind of starts to laugh, because whatever Gwen said in this retelling of Cody's illness, um, his near-death experience, was clearly, like, she told it in a comical way, right? And so... <laughs> Cody's looking at her like you fucking bitch <laughs> he's like I was on the fetal position crying Christine and Christine's like yeah we told me that and he's like yeah I see that I see that's funny because you're mean that way and in their reaction shot he's smiling he is so proud of himself he's like oh I ate that I told Christine she would laugh at me being deathly ill because you're mean like that god I know his never mind <laughs> I was going to say something vulgar and I'm going to keep that. I'm going to spare you guys. It's going to be my Christmas present to not say what I was about to say. So basically he then goes on to say, they play the clip where Christine asks if Cody still hates her sometimes. And he looks at Suki in real time and says, I think she likes it. Like, I think she likes the idea of me hating her. Like No, she doesn't. She, I promise you, she doesn't give a shit about you that much. You wish, you wish she felt that way. Ugh. After that, they play the clip where Christine asks Cody, like, what exactly are you grieving? Are you grieving the fact that we're over? And he says, well, I'm grieving the fact that my big picture was destroyed. And then he says in a confessional that, you know, he's trying to blame me for destroy. sorry, Christine says this, he's trying to uh, blame me for destroying his big picture. But he doesn't see that his actions over the course of 10 years is what has been demolishing his big picture. You can't just play fame, favorites, stay at one person's house, still expect to have this big picture of this big, huge, happy family when you haven't even had those relationships with most of the people in that picture. Suki then, and she ate that. That wasn't eating. Suki says that she wants to unpack things, starting with Cody saying he hates Christine. And Cody's response to that was, you know, it was an uncomfortable life with Christine in Vegas. It got worse in Flagstaff. And then she left. So my feeling was like, oh, so we just suffered all these years and now you're going to (laughs) quit? Yeah. That's usually what happens when people break up. Things are bad. And then they realize that they're never going to be better. And so they leave. So. But then he says, well, what bothered me? It's her disposition towards me. And then she laughs. And she mocks my suffering. And then when I say, oh, I would bet you'd drive a truck over me if you could. She's like, no, I wouldn't. Ha 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 But like, you're okay with me suffering? And it just pisses me off. She's just kind of teasing, pushing buttons, being a mean girl. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Ew, you sound like such a loser. Loser loser. Ugh. And then when I said to her, I bet you would drive a truck over me. She said no. Could you believe that? But you're okay with me having a mild case of COVID? <laughs> How dare you? So then Suki asks Cody if it's hard to watch Christine being happy. And he goes, oh no, she's not happy. She's mean. I know her. So like, sure, she's happy because she's mocking my pain. And thank heavens for the pause button, because right after I paused that, it showed Suki's reaction to that, and it could only be described as, huh? And then she really had to tuck it in. Cause, like, "What are, you, what is the poop that's coming out of your mouth right now, sir? Good lord. So then he says, I have tripped and fallen, and I woke up. This literally unraveled my family and destroyed all of my dreams and she's riding off into the sunset to have a happy life and i'm sitting here picking up the pieces but i'm in a place where i have to figure out where my life is yeah we all need to figure that out but you first so then christine says you know what suki i've always loved disney villains a lot more than the princesses so right there in that scene i'm like you know what (laughs) i've had so much from you so much and I'm gonna laugh. So Suki asks, is there a particular Disney villain that you were channeling? She can't even finish the sentence. Chrissy yells out, Corella. Corella. I was thinking about Emma Stone being Corella. <laughs> Suki goes, well, does it feel good? Did it feel good to do that? She's like, yeah, because I could just be me. Could I be me sometimes around Cody? No, he didn't like that. He only wanted me to be positive and fun. He'd only like the fun light bubbly part of me well guess what he doesn't get me anymore because i'm not married to him and i don't have to be like oh i'm sorry you don't feel good this is the real me and that's what you get work suki asks cody if he blames christine for destroying his big picture now and he says no because that's all my fault for marrying a woman that i didn't love (laughs) ouch and he goes, no, that's the truth. And she knows that. And it's like, it's hard. As, as hard as I worked at it, every devotion I could have, it never really worked. <sighs> Take that thought further, dummy. You didn't like her. That's why the relationship didn't work. You didn't want to fuck her anymore. You didn't want to kiss her ever. You were disgusted with her. You didn't like who she really was. You didn't want her. And now she destroyed What? How do you destroy something when you never wanted that thing with them in the first place? How do you have a big picture with somebody that you don't love and you never did, according to Cody, now? How is that possible? How do you do that? I, I can't imagine actively not loving somebody and imagining this, like, big world with them. This big picture, as they all say. It, that doesn't make sense to me. Then we get to the million dollar question. question of whether or not Christine thinks that Robin really wants to live a plural life. (laughs) And Christine rolls her eyes and is like, uh... Suki says, well, listen, that's a fair question because that's kind of been the most common complaint amongst the sister wives up to that point. So Christine's like, you know what? You're right. Let's just go straight in. No. No, I don't think she has any desire to have a polygamy plural marriage. No, I don't think so. So, of course... Suki relays that information to Cody and he says, well, I don't think Christine knows Robin at all. She never tried. She's never been there. She was a shit sister wife and she'll probably I hope be a good wife to David. But you know, there's a thousand reasons looking back at the aftermath where you can say, you know, there's reasons why she wasn't good at polygamy, but maybe they're the same reasons I wasn't good at it. But to make that accusation against Robin that's terrible. And I just think that now that she's in love with David, maybe she should prove that by never saying a mean thing about Robin again. (laughs) Because that's what I'll believe Christine is in love, when she doesn't have anything bad to say about Robin or me to our children. Now the logic goes right out the window, sir, because does that mean, of course, nothing he ever says to Christine applies to him. So he could say, As long as Christine talks shit about me, then I can determine that's what I'm going to know from my little litmus test when uh, Christine is actually in love with David. (laughs) Which, like, first of all, who gives a fuck (laughs) what you think? Nobody's grading on your rubric. Nobody cares what you think would be a good, what your determining factor for Christine being in love is. Why would you care? Why would you care as somebody in love? And are you not in love with Robin because you can't stop talking shit about Christine? Because it seems like the logic should apply both ways, but I bet it doesn't for you. I bet you don't even consider that. You just let the shit fly out of your mouth and just hope that it sticks and it doesn't. Because it's diarrhea, just runny, gross diarrhea all over the floor. Slipping and sliding in it. That was vulgar and I I apologize. But not as vulgar as what I was going to say earlier. So again, you're welcome. So then Christine tells a story about how one day this was after she got with David, that she was standing in her kitchen. And she realized that the feelings that she had for David must be how Cody feels about Robin and how that clicked for her because she would never want to leave or have to go to somebody else's house if that were the case. So, like, be happy with each other, but also let the rest of us go. Let us go and stop being angry. And then maybe we can all get along. Thank you, Christine. Thank you. Suki asked Janelle if Cody will ever take another sister wife. And Janelle, she says, like, no, I don't think so, because he keeps wording things like, oh, moving forward in life, in my life of monogamy. So then she's like, OK, well, what if Robin wanted to bring somebody in? Do you think that would change things? She's like, no. And actually, I'll pay you a thousand dollars if that happens. You can find me and I'll I'll give you that money. They found something that's very deep, and I think it works, and that's okay. Like, I'm not upset about that. Maybe someday I would like to find the same thing, but not for a while. I'm good. So we go to Cody. And, like, would you take on another sister wife if Robin did what Mary did for Robin and scouted her out at a little Mormon dance and sparks flew? And he goes into his dark night mode. And he hangs his head and, like, really thinks about it. No, nah, I wouldn't be interested because I would have to tell that woman that I love Robin more than her, because that's where I am right now. Okay, why would you need to tell somebody? I mean, I guess, but it's also like if you need to tell them that, then don't get into a relationship with them in the first place. I'm never gonna love you as much as the other woman I'm with. Want a date? You want to get dessert? No? Okay. <laughs> so- Mary says that she's sure that Robin was probably upset about this whole situation, not having any more sister wives, but she doesn't know how it would feel to be the last one standing. And God knows she tried to be, you know? (laughs) She'll never get that feeling. But if he loves Robin that much, that he can let go of the three of them, then that really is on Cody, not on Robin. So then Suki asks, Robin, can you find happiness with just Cody? And it's like, all right, cue the waterworks here. The works. The works here. Because the water never comes out. You know? It's like uh, that plot, of that hole in, in Coyote Pass that was filled with water. And all everybody was hopeful. And splashing around in it. And Cody was, you know, wearing black panties. And flexing his six-pack abs and all that. And what have we seen since then? Dry. Dry. It's like, you think that water is gonna come and it never does. Air it air it even robin says you know it's weird and like to be loving and respectful to cody i, I want to say yes but i just don't really know how that works exactly but it just feels disrespectful and then she really gets a squeeze in those eyes together and she goes it feels disrespectful to be happy with cody <laughs> zuki tells her but all the other wives have sat here and said that they're fine with you guys and that they want you to be happy. Well, they haven't shared that with me off camera. <laughs> so Suki asks the actual million dollar question. Do you need to hear that to be purely happy? Yes. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I need it to be off camera to my face. Because I don't know how. It just feels like it's disrespectful to his kids and it feels disrespectful to the commitments that I made here. And then she grabs a Kleenex to dry I'm not sure what. But she does say that if she's being honest, like, and that her commitment to them and to their kids and all the family isn't broken. She doesn't know how to break it and to be done with it. But here's the thing, Robin, you never started. You can't finish something that you've ever started. You don't really know what it's like to live in polygamy. So you haven't lost anything. And why the hell you would care about feeling disrespectful to his children now, given what you did during the Christmas group chat? You're like, everybody hates me. (laughs) We're not doing it. We're just going to do everything with your dad. Bye. Okay. But you need individual conversations with all of them off camera to give you an approval. Christine's married. She doesn't have time to do that. Mary, you're going to make her drive from Parawan to tell you it's okay? Would it, it, you really? Like, that is so incredibly selfish to me. I can't even fathom why she would think that would be a reasonable request. Like, walk me through this if I'm not hearing it correctly. But what are you talking about? You, lady, who... Always have gotten what you want out of this situation. Need the three losers to come to you, kiss your little hand, and say, everything's going to be okay. Be happy with our man that left all of us for you. Be happy, girl. I think everything that they've said was more than enough. You don't need any more, girl. And this is her problem. This is why she doesn't get why her family is the way it is now. Because you have all these, like, ridiculous demands and everybody has to cater to you so that you can feel good. And people don't want to do that shit because it's ridiculous and it's exhausting. And you already have everything. So why do you need any more? I would say that she's lost her head, but you know how that neck thing keeps things very secure. So I can't even say that. But, like, girl, if you felt like this behavior was like you should have felt like this was behavior of you keeping cody to yourself was disrespectful 12 years ago if you wanted this family to be sitting on a porch (laughs) girl shut up we get back to christine so suki asks christine shady is there anything that david is better at than cody where to start girl the fact that he can let go of his hair That would be one. Anyway, Christine says, well, yeah, like, he'll ask what's wrong, and I'll say nothing, and he'll say no. He'll sit next to me, and he'll just wait for me to share my feelings. And it's, like, just insane how aware and observant he is. Finally, we bring David out. My initial impressions. One, he looks like the friendliest manager at Trader Joe's you've ever seen. You know, the one that gets to go to the corporate retreats. Like, he's just, like, top of the list every time. Also, I think he's nice on a grill, like grill marks. He's really good with like, you know, like a little stick. Why can't I think of that? like a kebab, like a shrimp and chicken kebab. And he's got the peppers on it. Like I know, and, he, and he's got a like glaze. He probably gets those, those um, bricks that are flavored. They have flavored bricks now. Like I know he's got a sick grill and he, he and he's got those um, sandals too. The ones that really keep you comfortable. When you're in front of a grill. I know he's nice with it. Also he has very nice skin. And teeth. So shout out to you Christine. It's more than most, most things that uh, Cody has. He gives us a breakdown of his life. He's got 8 kids. 10 grandkids. His wife passed away 11 years ago. That story is quite dark. If you want to hear it. Or if you want to find out what that is. Google it yourself. I'm not going to talk about it. It's a little too dark for me. You know, I'm trying to be in the Christmas spirit. And that was emotional. Anyway, he says that he started dating. He was having fun, but then he kind of stopped. And then he went back on this website. And he says, in his words, uh, Christine stalked him. He almost swiped left, but then he changed his mind. Because he says he kind of knew of her. I guess it sounds like he showed the profile to one of his daughters. She thought he was being catfish, but he decided to go for it anyway. He says after the first date, he was like, I'm just trying to figure out how I can see her again. These two are true Disney adults. So they're talking about how they figured out dates and Christine was asking him, because they were going out around his birthday, what he does for his birthday. And he's like, oh, usually I take my family out. But she's like, no, I'm going to take you out to dinner. So that was their second date or whatever. Then he plans a date with her and he says they go to a play and he's watching her Watch the play, and he's seeing how emotional she's getting and how invested she is in the whole situation and how like, he was like, oh, this is a girl who's really like excited about life. And Christine reveals that the play was The Little Mermaid, and it was during Part of Your World, which like who amongst us hasn't gotten emotional? <laughs> but it was very cute. <laughs> Suzuki's like great. I love that you love her. Love that for you. But let's talk about the physical stuff. Were you into her? Was she your type? And he's like, yeah, you know, like I love the bubbliness and quirkiness about her. Everything she does. And listen, I've dated, but I knew that she was the one instantly. So she asked what was different about Christine. And he's like, oh, there's no drama. I could just be myself. We talk for hours and she wouldn't tell me what to do or what not to do, which was like a slight red flag for me. Like, what's, What's the backstory behind that? We have to vet our men very closely, okay? Everybody's going through, like, a thorough IRS-style investigation. I trust Christine, but, like, I'm going to need... What do you mean all these women were just telling you what to do? I'm just wary of men who blanket statement the women in their past as being, like, some version of crazy. You know what I mean? Like, it's not good. That being said, Suki asked a very good question of whether or not David was intimidated by, you know, all this. The cameras, the fact that you could very easily Google everything about Christine. And he's like, no, because I know that eventually this is going to be all over. And she's a person I want to grow old with. I'm like, okay, well, well, I I hear you on that one. They do play the clip where they asked Christine last season what her type was. Because it was kind of like she manifested him. Because she's like, I like bald, tattoos, I ride a motorcycle. Like, all of that. I'm looking for something that Cody never was. And they do play Cody's reaction to her saying that. Like, she wanted somebody funny and cool. All the things that Cody's not. And he is squinting. He's so mad. (laughs) He's so mad. Then they play the clip from this painting party where... Christine's with, you know, McKelty, Aspen, Mitch, all them, her adult children, let's be real, her married adult children, you know, people that are approaching their 30s and could probably make their determinations on their parents on their own at this point, is telling them about, you know, how Cody was never attracted to her. But she says in a confessional, one, she didn't want to be married to Cody because She wanted to prove to her kids or be an example for her kids that you should not be married to somebody who was not attracted to you or interested in you. And then Christine says, well, you know, he was not into you for 25 years, so that's Cody's problem. Or, you know, that's his problem, not yours, right? And then they play Cody's reaction to that, and you could see that really chapped him right in the ass. And I love that. I love that. Also, Christine says at one point that... She found out that Cody was not attracted to her because her kids told her that. So they already knew. This was just a reiteration of the conversation to be like, I'm circling back. This is why I left and you guys should take heed in case that happens to you. Ooh, he did not like that. So then Christine asks, sorry, Suki asked Christine how it felt to have these conversations about Cody not being attracted to her with the kids. She says, well, it was really important to me. You know, and, and, you know, like they already told me I was in a marriage with somebody who wasn't attracted to me. So no big deal. And then Cody says, I know that this is all exciting for Christine and I'm happy that she's on her path. Like he keeps going on this rhetoric from his translator. I know that Robin just says, keep saying that you're happy for her. Keeps. Oh, you know how, how I know this for a fact, because in the preview for Christine's wedding special, Cody's trying to be shady and, Robin's looking at him and saying, just say you're happy or something like that. Just say we're happy for them. We're so happy for them. Just say that, Cody. Anyway, this numbnut says that the scene bothers him because Christine's right there asking for my children to side with me against me or side against me. Side with her against me, right? (laughs) Nobody else sees it. And maybe I'm just delusional. You are. But once again, I have a problem with her setting my kids against me in order to gain freedom with her. And that's what I see happening. So Suki's like, can you explain that? And he goes, well, in order to have favor with Christine, McKelty is siding with her over me. And then he says, I was attached to Christine, and I was present. And she told them that I didn't love her, and what she did was wrong. I'm happy that she's moving forward and she's found love, but I cannot forgive, at least not right now. And the fact that she's put my children against me in a very subtle, real way, it bothers me. And now she's in love, which I hope is a real story. And now that that's true, that should all end. Her trash-talking me to her children and on the show should all end because if she's in love, she should be over it. Things that you could just look in the mirror and say to yourself, sir, it is wild to me that he cannot see... (laughs) So, like, your kids, when it's COVID, are adults enough to be kicked out of the house, even though they can't afford to. But suddenly, when Christine is talking to them about what a shitbag you are, they're, what, they're my children. My children. Why don't you care about your little tender, tender ones, for once? (laughs) Go back to that. Because you didn't care about them when it worked for you. And also, he acts like Christine is like the fucking Pied Piper. Just like, gather around, children. Ooh, I'm going to talk shit about your father. Like, get out of here. I'm going to tell you a tale of a ramen-haired evil blonde man who happens to share 50% of your DNA. <laughs> like, <laughs> what is happening in your mind? If nobody, nobody, as you just admit, thinks the same thing that you do, then maybe just get off the ride, bro. Maybe it's just not worth it to be that upset. And again... If if it's if you could say that if Christine was really in love then she would stop shit talking me why does that not also apply to you, dummy? Suki asks Cody, "Do you still believe that Christine is Machiavellian?" Of course he says yes, of course. But if she's not then I think it's because she's in love unless she's being Machiavellian to get away with her husband and then years to come if they all become friends and then maybe David will pull me aside and be like dude this is nuts because he's complaining about his wife and then I'll tell him dude be loyal to your life wife and don't talk to me about it because guys normally complain to, about each other to their wife. What? (laughs) You created a whole scenario in which there's no possible way that Christine is not this conniving, backstabbing monster. A Machiavellian monster. Where either she is Machiavellian or the only other possibility is she's not because she's in love. Unless she's just doing this to get david and eventually in my mind i've created a whole scenario in which we've all made up david comes to me you know or maybe i'm coming to him because he's at the grill and he's like dude this is this woman and i have to be like hey man don't talk junk to me to your wife (laughs) like what kind of 1992 after school special fantasy have you cooked up in your brain Where you get, this is like sick, where you get the ultimate satisfaction, where you're finally proven after years (laughs) that Christine is evil in a conversation with uh, her husband. And you tell him, dude, don't do that. Okay. First of all, the only guys that you're getting together with to talk shit about your wives are the weirdos on 4chan and your little manosphere group who hate women. It's not like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what married men do altogether, but I, I doubt it's very little of that. That sounds very strange to me. Fortunately, we get some oxygen where we go back to David who says that Cody's like definitely wrong about Christine being backstabber. He doesn't see it. He feels like he can read people pretty well and she has not been that way at all to him. She, he's like, well, sometimes she could be clueless about things, but as far as her being conniving, No. No. Suki asks David what his impression of Cody is on the show versus real life. And he says, well, Cody does seem to wear his emotions on his sleeve a lot. And, you know, that's who he is. I wouldn't do that, but that's who he is. And then, of course, we go back to Cody and he says, here's the thing, Suki. For David's sake, Christine has to destroy my character or David doesn't feel like he can marry her. Because she left this man. I'm not a bad guy. (laughs) This is like the first and only time that Suki's really fought back on this whole situation. And by this whole situation, I mean the show. The tell-all. She says, well, I know David, and I don't think he feels that way at all. And Cody goes, well, that would be my suspicion. (laughs) We know. There's another word for that. It starts with a P. Ends in paranoia. Suki says, no, he really doesn't feel that at all. He just kind of feels like your marriage didn't work out. And now he's meeting this woman where she is now. Cody then goes, well, I vetted Robin real hard. We know you did. Because I had to know that she didn't leave a good man before I was going to marry her. Again, where is this logic coming from? (laughs) Where is this logic? Okay, sure. You want to know that the person doesn't have this like string of shitty relationships what <laughs> like, What are you talking about you maybe need to like not think you know i i tell people to like sit with their thoughts and i actually might take that away i think maybe you need less thoughts and not any more of robin's because that's not helping somebody needs to intervene i'm gonna think about how to, he can go about that so suki has to say but do you understand that christine leaving you doesn't mean that you're not a good man and Cody says, well, she needs to stop telling my children that I'm not then. I'm not ever going to let that go unless those kids come to me, which is the problem. You don't want to come to the children. This is the, Again, things that don't make sense. If you feel like your ex-partner has somehow intervened into your relationship with your kids, why would the response be, be that the kids have to come to you? What are you talking about? <laughs> Wouldn't you, as a parent, be like, I 'I'm to do whatever I can to prove her wrong but you're like oh no the phone works both ways y'all can beat me 911 if you want something but other than that I'm not doing it the fact that you were maintaining that this woman is just poisoning the well with all of your children and you're doing not a lick of effort into eradicating that ratifying that whatever the word is <laughs> I'm like exhausted by this man it's truly it's truly incredible and then Suki has to be like Okay, but I'm telling you, I met David, and it's not even about that. And then he has to pivot real quick, because she's not going to let him do this. And he's like, well, I hope Christine's choosing well, and I, I hope that she's happy. This is right back to the script. Then we go back to David, and Suki asks, if you can emphasize with Cody having to manage such a large family, because he's got eight kids of his own, right? And he's like, well, it came to a certain point of like, when I used to date, my kids would always come first. Like, and there, that would be an issue, apparently, with these with these women that he was dating. So Suki says, well, why do you think that the relationship between Christine and Cody came to a head? Which seems like a pretty unfair <laughs> question. Like, I don't think you should ask the new partner why you think the relationship with the old partner failed. Like, what are they going to say? You know? Unless there was, like, a clear-cut issue, but if that was the case in... You know, there wouldn't be any reason to ask that question, but David's like, I, I don't know. But what I do know is that Christine is a complete package and she's everything that I wanted to have in a woman. And I don't know if she had that with him. And then he starts talking about how in his last marriage, they really didn't communicate much. And then he, you know, to quote Kim Zolsiak says, the ring doesn't mean a thing, but he and Christine are just awesome together we get their proposal story and she says, you know, there are usually people who will tell that story back and they are like, Oh yeah, I totally knew, but I had no clue. So they went on a ride to Moab with some friends. They drop off side of the road. David's friend is like, Oh, you guys want a picture? And then he, you know, he does his little proposal and then she realizes that the friend was actually recording the whole thing. Like a just awesome, gorgeous situation. Right. So she asks, Suki ask uh, Christine, like, what do you think is going to be the difference between your marriage to Cody or your wedding, really to Cody and to David? She's like, oh, well, I'm going to walk down the aisle. I'm not going to wear a sack, set, white satin sack of potatoes. <laughs> she didn't say that, but you know, I feel like that's where she was going energetically. She did say, you know, I want to have a dress and I just want to be able to walk down the aisle and I don't care where we're going to do it. We don't need all those details. You guys don't need all those details because we're going to see it in a couple of weeks. So I'm not going to bore you. As far as the guest list goes, I did think this was interesting. I guess I did know this though, that Mary's not invited, but Leon and Audrey would be there. They're going to be wearing the colors. She did invite Cody's parents and other members of the family. They've already been RSVPing. So I would love to see, oh my gosh, if we were able to have a conversation with Christine and her brothers about the breakdown why haven't we seen that with Cody's family members? Him explaining to his family what is going on with the family that he married into. That's what I want to see. Put that on the list for season 20. I know we already have 19 in the can probably. So we would just write that down. I would like to see that. That's on my wish list. And then we get to our final questions where... You know, where's our little parlor games? And Suki asked Janelle if she could ever see herself reconciling with Cody. And she's like, no, I don't see that. Like, it would have to be some sort of magical fairy tale transformation where we all were different people. And that does not happen in real life. She does say that she could be friends with him. And, like, she has such a high regard for him somehow. She can remember the good times, all 17 of them. and But she doesn't want to reconcile with him. Then we get to our celebrity crush portion and Janelle says Gerard Butler and Jason Momoa, which actually of all the things that Christine or Janelle has said, that is actually the least surprising. It was really her love of Rammstein <laughs> that that I really hang on to. I really love it. Mary's crush is Matthew McConaughey. Cody's is shockingly tasteful with Sophia Loren because he said he watched uh, The Man from La Mancha when he was six. <laughs> okay. Then, I guess they don't ask Robin, or maybe she just like cried her way out and didn't want to answer. I don't want to disrespect Cody, so they ask Cody what Robin's celebrity crush is, and she says, Where's he? he's like, well, uh, I'm gonna have to. He looks at the camera. I'm gonna have to ask Robin for forgiveness in advance, but it's a, uh, it's Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> and that's why I got my six pack abs. You know, I have to compete against my future brother husband. Ew. <laughs> First of all, I. Ryan Reynolds is, like, the bitch eating crackers for me. Like, I don't think he's funny. I don't think he's a little shtick with, like, roasting Blake Lively online and being like, oh, you're stupid. Like, I I don't think it's cute. I don't find it endearing. I think, yeah,
1: Yeah."
2: I just, I don't like him. (laughs) I just don't like him. So it really is, like, just put the icing on the shit cake that, of course, That's Robin's celebrity crush. Of course she falls for that shit. She thinks he's adorable. And I know, like, I know I'm upsetting you guys because I know a lot of you guys are like, what's wrong with Ryan Reynolds? And, like, you can have it. It's no no shade, okay? I just, for me, it's a no. It's a big no, okay? And that's it. (laughs) We should end on my hatred of Ryan Reynolds. (laughs) You guys, thank you so much for hanging out this season. I mean, we got more to talk about through the new year, so stick around but yeah i'll definitely be talking sister wives next week whether it'll be a throwback episode with a guest or the new episode or maybe both we'll see but thank you guys so much for listening happy holidays if you celebrate them thank you for me for speaking love you bye (laughs)